Welcome to Neo Chats, an interview-style podcast focusing on educating neonatal nurses, caring for newborns and their families, hosted by Jenna Morton. It is a project of the Canadian Association of Neonatal Nurses, a nonprofit organization committed to the health and well-being of newborns and their families. Innovations are constantly evolving and improving in bedside care that can be offered to patients in the NICU. Targeted neonatal echocardiography is one area in which we've seen tremendous growth recently. In our last season, we spoke with Dr. Shomi Bhattacharya about the technology itself and how it's being used by neonatologists in Canada. Now, we shift our focus to nurse practitioners. Jill Rock is a neonatal nurse practitioner with Alberta Health Services, She's been working with point of care echoes. So tell us a little bit, Jill, about the work you've been doing as a nurse practitioner. Over the last few years, I've been fortunate to become involved with the targeted neonatal echocardiography team, uh, also referred to as the TNE team, at the Royal Alexander Hospital NICU, which is part of the Stollery Children's Hospital. And uh, this team provides hemodynamic assessments of NICU patients. So the way in which we do that is by performing targeted neonatal echocardiograms in order to gather information. And then based on the findings, we provide recommendations for care in consultation with the providing healthcare team. And there are a number of things that TNE can assess. So we're able to assess for the presence, size, direction of a patent ductus arteriosus or PDA. We can assess cardiac function or how well the heart is pumping. And we can assess for pulmonary hypertension as well as for central line placement. And so, you know, throughout my training, those are things that I've been working on. And um, as part of the actual training program, learners must do a research or a scholarly project. And I'm excited to speak about my research project today. So typically, targeted neonatal echocardiography in the NICU has been done by the neonatologist. And our team, however, is unique in the fact that it is the first, at least in Canada, to incorporate neonatal nurse practitioners into the team. Um, And there are now two neonatal NPs. The first NP joined in um, 2014, and now myself has been added to the team. And so when I was thinking about what project, um, you know, I wanted to do, I wanted to see how our colleagues, physicians, other neonatal nurse practitioners, clinical assistants and fellows, sort of our whole care team, felt about the incorporation of NNPs into the TNE team in providing both the hemodynamic consultation as well as recommendations for care um, that we make based on the TNE findings. So uh, when we set out, we uh, held some focus groups and individual interviews with the various disciplines. And participants were asked questions such as, what they thought about having NNPs doing bedside targeted echoes, how NPs performing these echoes have been perceived, and what is liked or appreciated about having access to an NNP who can do a targeted echo on the unit. And um, when we looked at the results, it was really nice to hear that the incorporation of us or neonatal NPs onto the TNE team, a team that's again generally made up of neonatologists, has been regarded as a success. 
And um, some of the themes, or some of the major themes that were identified as being advantageous was one access to service. So it was felt that by, uh, with the presence of NPs on the unit, this was a key factor in proving access to TNE within a reasonable time frame. And I think that this helps as nurse practitioners on the team actually have designated echo days. And two, by having a larger team, we are able to expand our availability, which speaks to service expansion. So it goes without saying, the more people we have on our team, the more availability there is to be able to do these TNEs and do so in a more timely fashion. And so when we have these designated days, that's what we are there to do. So we are there to spend the whole day doing echoes as each healthcare team or each providing team needs. So we're able to um, do a number of echoes in a day. One of the other benefits was the, the establishment or the ongoing sort of collaboration with interpersonal relationships and participants felt that there was better communication within the team. And I think there's two key factors for this. And one was that uh, the study participants felt that the nurse practitioners were personable and approachable and that the NNPs uh, function at a high level of clinical skill. And so therefore, our decision-making is trusted by the healthcare team. And additionally, as we are familiar faces on the unit, staff felt more at ease asking us questions sort of in the moment or once we come back and bring our recommendations, we're able to have those conversations which occur more naturally because we are known faces on the unit and we've already had these relationships with many of the staff. Another theme identified was in regards to consultation and decision-making. And participants felt that it was really of value to have NNPs on the team as we have an established in-depth knowledge of NICU care and the patients, and therefore we're able to advocate for the benefit of the patient. So even before deciding a team might want to do an echo, if they're sort of contemplating it, we're able to have a conversation with them about the benefits or perhaps maybe it needs to be delayed or will decisions on that day be made based on a TNE? Should we delay it? So we're able to really have those conversations ultimately benefiting the patient. And the staff also said that they really liked that they were discussing recommendations. I think that's that's so fascinating to hear the, the feedback and what you're learning about just the interpersonal connections that I think people might not necessarily think of that impact that it's going to have on your team to kind of break down some of those barriers that might be there and add to the overall knowledge base of the team in general, being able to feel more comfortable asking those questions because it's a, it's a known face that they're used to. That, that's really fascinating to me. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know, it it doesn't just extend to the physicians or the fellows, those who are, you know, in sort of that prescriber group. I think that benefit also really extends to the bedside nurses because they are familiar with us. They're used to working sort of beside us. You know, they tend to be more comfortable in asking questions too. So, you know, oftentimes it's the bedside nurse who is, providing comfort care or containment to the infant while we're performing these echoes. And so, you know, a lot of the questions as we're, as we're moving along throughout the echo, the staff will ask the questions, you know, what are you seeing? What does this mean? 
And um, so we're able to really provide some informal teaching and education at the bedside as long as we go, which I think ultimately benefits the whole unit. One of the other things or benefits that was identified was skill retention. Um, and, you know, skill retention is important, particularly as we are investing a lot of time to become involved or trained in TNE. And unlike fellows, for example, who come to complete their fellowship and then potentially leave for other centers once that education is complete, NPs tend to stay on the unit for the long haul. You know, we have connections here, we're, we live here. And so ultimately, we're helping the sustainability of the TNE team. And then, of course, with skills retention comes our skill set expansion. And it's really nice to have the ability to expand our skill set as a nurse practitioner group. And participants felt that having NPs on the TNE team added value to the NP group as a whole, as well as to the NICU from having staff train in these technologies. So we have, you know, we've got this large group of um, practitioners from various disciplines that um, all have their various specialties. So, you know, we're able to train some of these groups and really utilize these technologies to their fullest potential. It just sounds so, so wonderful and so collaborative. <laughs> it's really exciting. It really is. And then, of course, you know, I have to mention, lastly, is, you know, patient-centered care was mentioned as a benefit. So because we work in such a collaborative manner on our unit, um, participants were asked, would, would parents really know the difference between a physician or a nurse practitioner performing the echo? And do you think that would make a difference to them? And, um, you know, the study participants felt that parents actually probably wouldn't know if it was a nurse practitioner or a physician performing the echo because we are part of that daily care team. So the parents are used to seeing us on the unit and used to us being involved in the planning of care for their, for their infant. That it actually may be preferred to have someone who the family is familiar with performing the echo rather than having another external staff member come in and provide it. You know, families in the NICU meet a lot of faces and there's a lot of different people with a lot of different roles. So it's sometimes nice to come to the bedside and see someone who you've had previous interactions with. Ultimately, patient-centered care really, really is at the forefront of our uh, priorities. Yes, as you were describing it, I was thinking of it from a parent's perspective, because that's my perspective. And yes, there mm -hmm. are there's so many faces that go by, that having that continuity would actually, I think, be very, very welcoming and very comforting to have, you know, yes, a familiar face and not just a, another expert that's coming through that you might only see for that point of time to have that, that team there and have both that that sense of it, it would be very, very comforting. Yeah, I think so. Absolutely. And that, and I mean, and that is one of our goals, right? It's, it's, um, you know, not what is expected for families to come to the NICU when you plan to have a baby. So we do as much as we can to ease that journey and, you know, develop relationships and try and make the NICU stay as positive as we can. So if there's little things that we can do, such as having these familiar faces, you know, it's, it's a step in the right direction. Absolutely. So you've said that this is the, the first real instance of this happening in Canada. 
Mm-hmm. What what do you think is going to be you know the outcome of the the research that you're you're finding and doing this and in actually having this level of care available through nurse practitioners do you do you see this rolling out across the country? I think that would be ideal, absolutely. You know, it, nurse practitioners are independent practitioners held accountable for our own practice and. Um, You know, I think any additional training that we can have to expand our skill set, to become more integrated into the unit, providing this level of care, I think ultimately benefits um, both families and units. And I think I would love to see the program grow and be more inclusive of nurse practitioners. I guess how difficult would that be? How would would that come about? Is that something that the nurse practitioner has to come to bring to the table or is that something that that you see more coming from a um i guess a hospital authority point of view yeah yeah absolutely so i think um you know there are there are targeted neonatal echocardiography training programs across canada um, and I think what, in order for training programs and the incorpora- incorporation of nurse practitioners to be successful, the program and the training really needs a multifaceted approach. And um, so in our program in particular, there are several key players involved in the, su- in the success of the program. So the TNE program at the Royal Alec Hospital is a joint program between cardiology and NICU. And we're really fortunate that we have strong working relationships with the cardiology echo team. Um, The cardiologists from the larger echo team, as well as their educators, have been really supportive of our training. In fact, part of the program involves us actually spending time in the echo lab with the echocardiographers. So, you know, at Lots of the times when we go, we've already begun to scan, but they help us to learn how to, you know, move more in depth in our scans. We work on refining our technique and we also learn their tips and tricks because they are the experts in doing this. Um, And then during this time in the lab, scans that we do are then reviewed by the cardiologist and we sit down and discuss between the cardiologist and the learner you know, and they critique our echoes and provide us with feedback. And so we're really able to take that with us as we then move on to perform, uh, continue scanning independently. So I think within the NICU itself, the support across disciplines and the collaborative working nature of NICU is another key factor in the success of the program's development and implementation. And so I think, you know, we need support from colleagues plays an integral role in the success of this. And I think this speaks both to um, support within and among our group of NPs, but also to the collegiality of a team-based model of care and recognition of the abilities of our NNP group from the neonatologist group, which we are so fortunate to have. Um, importantly also is the higher level support that we receive from our neonatal nurse practitioner leadership and from the physician group to be able to take on these additional training and skill acquisition, because it does take a dedicated amount of time. Um, the other thing that, uh, is important for, um, the success is resources, So in order for learners to be successful in their training, they need to have experts and mentors to help educate and support their learning. Um, 
and so we are fortunate is that we do have some trained neonatologists. And again, we do work closely with the cardiologist and together that creates this collaborative program, you know, and I think we are fortunate at the Royal Alec in that we have a large unit, you know, our unit is almost 70 beds. So we have access to a number of infants that require echoes, as well as opportunities to perform practice echoes, if you will, while we're training during our preceptor time. And so, you know, once those, that those supports are in place from a higher level leadership and, you know, our NP group and the resources in place, then we can look at the training program. And our training program consists of didactic weekly education sessions, as well as hands-on practice. And so this allows the learner to not only acquire the theory of TNE, but also to develop the motor skills that are required to perform TNE. So typically the learner will complete about 40 to 50 scans with an experienced TNE colleague sort of right at your side, and then begins to scan independently and um, provides interpretation of those images. And then the scans are then reviewed and discussed with your experienced mentor prior to information being giving, given to the healthcare team. Um, the goal is to spend the equivalent of a year performing and interpreting echoes in order to gain that competence and confidence in your abilities to read these scans. And um, throughout the training, the uh, learners attend workshops and conferences specific to targeted neonatal echocardiography, as well as consistently actually performing these targeted echoes. And then, as I mentioned earlier, there must be either a QI or a research project done. And then I have to say that once, you know, your training is complete, that education and learning does not stop. The team as a whole continues to attend these weekly education sessions. So the, you know, the team continues to get that ongoing learning. And also we consistently have peer review of scans. So we, you know, critically, we critically review them providing feedback and so that we can all learn from each other. There's also a lot of research projects, you know, aside from mine that are continuously being done. So we're really excited about our program. Registration is now open for the Neonatal Nursing What's on the Horizon Conference. This virtual conference will take place June 26th through 28th. You can join your neonatal nursing colleagues for an impressive lineup of national and international speakers who will address today's emerging topics and trends in neonatal nursing care and newborn health. This three-day conference will include both general and concurrent sessions, visual posters, and an interactive exhibit hall with plenty of opportunities and activities that will allow you to network and connect with nurses across the country. Registration is now open at neonatalcan.ca. That's neonatalcann.ca. I'm wondering if you can share a little bit about what it means personally to you to be to be doing this and to be at the forefront of it in Canada. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, as with any other discipline, we want to be able to provide the best care to our tiny patients. And the more information that we are able to gather about a neonate's condition, the more comprehensive we can be in creating plans of care for that neonate that is specific to their needs. And so TNE is another tool that we have in our toolbox that allows us to gather this information. 
and we use it sort of as a complementary method of care to guide decision making specific to that infant. So, you know, we're really able, it's exciting that we're not only able to go on the clinical signs of the infant, but we're also able to gather that real-time physiologic hemodynamic assessment and put all those pieces of the puzzle together to create a management plan. It also provides us the ability to make decisions based on that information, but then we can go and reassess, did the interventions that we provided based on the information that we had make a difference? Or do we need to perhaps escalate therapy? Do we need to sort of switch directions? Or is what we were doing working for this baby so that we're able to glean that information from in a really short period of time by doing these targeted echoes? And, you know, I think from a nurse practitioner role standpoint, this is really exciting for us because um, you know, it, it provides us the opportunity to receive additional training, which then expands our scope of practice and really promotes the role and abilities of nurse practitioners. And in fact, one of, some of the study participants commented that the addition of this skill benefits the NICU as a whole as it increases both the skill set and breadth of skills that we're able to perform using the technology that's available to us. Is there anything else that you would like people to know about the work that you're doing right now? As in any area of healthcare, the evidence and the research is so rapidly changing and it's dynamic. And I think that, you know, as a program, it's so exciting that we are able to move with this evidence-based practice and really be able to apply it and integrate it so that we're really tailoring our care specific to the neonates' needs. You know, I, in the future, I see that, you know, this team is only going to grow stronger. The technology is going to allow us to see more and more, and we're going to be able to add more things to the um, tools that we already have. And I think that that is really exciting. So do I, and thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us about all of the, the work that you're doing. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Jill Rock is a neonatal nurse practitioner with Alberta Health Services. NeoChats is a project of the Canadian Association of Neonatal Nurses. Registration is now open for the June 26th through 28th virtual conference. An impressive lineup of national and international speakers will address today's emerging topics and trends in neonatal nursing, care, and newborn health. Registration is open now at neonatalcan.ca. That's neonatalcann.ca. The content producer and host is Jenna Morton. Technical production by Tosh Taylor of the Podcast Hub. For more information on the association, visit our website at www.neonatalcan.ca or our Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram pages.